Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Fitness Manager Report. I'm so excited to be here with Doris Thews. If you've taken a look at the past live streams that we've done on this report, you understand that these videos, these interviews are meant to be all about you as a fitness manager, how to support you, how to help you evolve, lead your teams, and succeed in what you do. And we know both Doris and I both know, there's not a lot of resources directly for you. So we're here for you. We're going to speak to the best of our ability about negotiation. She is the queen of negotiation. She's helped people recognize how to, when to, and what to do when it comes to negotiating high level contracts, high level conversations and negotiations. So I can't wait for her to share more about herself, but if you enjoy this in the form of either a video or podcast, please be sure to subscribe to this channel so you can see all of the new content that comes through. So as I spoke about Doris today, I'm going to ask her questions specific to negotiation and whether you're a fitness supervisor, fitness director, fitness coordinator, all those fancy terms we have, you negotiate on a daily basis, whether it's with your team, with the members who participate in the sessions or classes that you provide, the upper management team, the lower management team, and everything in between, you negotiate. So there will be times where maybe we bring up examples or stories about our own negotiations that we've done as fitness directors or fitness managers, but we want this to be also related to you. So feel free, as always, to leave comments and questions in the comments below. Um, to let us know what you need specifically. So thank you so much again, Doris, for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I started like 100 years ago outside of teaching as an aerobics director. So I have been the aerobic director with one location to a, a regional director with um, like 30 to a divisional director of 67 to a senior vice president to the C-suite. So I know what it's like to be on the front lines. I know negotiations happen every day. If you ask a coordinator, do you negotiate? They'd be like, um, no, not really. Really, do you negotiate your class schedule? Do you negotiate with your vendors? Do you negotiate with your management to go to World Idea? Do you negotiate every time you hire someone or give them a raise? Are you negotiating the equipment that's going in and out of your room because people are taking it? There's negotiations every day, all day, and it's sales, and there's so many ways to do it. And I think the biggest thing is um, like a muscle, like mm -hmm. resistance training, negotiation is something you need to practice to be strong. Absolutely. That's so wonderful. And that's actually where I had asked Doris, she had presented at Idea World on this very topic. Um, it was such a wonderful presentation. And so I had to beg her to come to, I didn't have to beg her. I just asked her. She was so kind. Um, I had to ask her to be a part of this channel, but I'm so grateful that she's bringing this to you as well. Um, and so I guess to first ask my first question, I love that you mentioned that it is a muscle. It's something you need to practice. You need, and that you need to understand you'll get better at over time. But I guess what is the first thing that you recommend managers do when they believe they're about to go into a negotiation? What are the steps they should do to prepare for that negotiation? Uh, mental mindset. Yes. When you hear the word negotiation, are you excited or do you dread it? Are you ready to bring it or do you want to hide? Do you dread it or are you just like, bring it on? So mindset, um, and it really, there's a lot of emotions when it comes to negotiation. It's right up there with public speaking. People dread it, but I think there's ways you can avoid that. Uh, but the big thing is, let's really understand what is a negotiation. A negotiation is basically to obtain 
or to bring about a discussion. That's Simple. it. It's a competition. <laughs> Easy. And last I checked, most group fitness, personal fitness trainers, uh, any anybody in fitness is usually uh, long-winded. We love to talk. We love conversation. So this should be right up our way. Another definition is to find a way through a difficult path. And some of the words that are synonymous with the, are to agree, which is lovely, to debate, could be healthy, but there's some negative connotations like haggling, niggling and yeah. diming, you know, how to handle, which seems really aggressive or mediate, which means mediocre, no one wins. And so there's so much emotions around negotiations. And I, I would have to say the first thing is get your head straight. And the only way you can get your head straight is when you prepare. So as a marathon runner, if I put in the miles, you're good. I've, I ran uh, four of the six world majors. I put in my miles. I enjoyed every second. It was a victory lap. There were marathons I did not put in the miles and I was miserable. So kind of like not being ready to train a client, not being ready to teach a class. It's a horrible experience. So do your homework. A uh, few things you have to know is your worth, what you're worth. Uh, and it's not always dollars. I'll talk about um, really interesting ways to negotiate, but know your worth. How much is your hourly rate? How much is your daily rate? If I asked nine out of 10 fitness professionals, they would not know. It's shocking to me. Mm -hmm. so that's the first thing. Also too, you need to do your research, not just on you personally, what you bring to the table, but what does the industry say? So, you know, prior to COVID, life was good. <laughs> life was really good. And then COVID hit, you're like, are you kidding me? And now we're kind of bumping back. So what do I bring? What's my value? How much, how much do I think I'm worth? How much does the industry in this day, this time, this state, California, which opened last, you know, what am I really worth? So when I come to the table, I'm prepared um, and, and I like to have, this is a really good trick I have up my sleeve is I like to have three options. I let my folks know I've done the work. So all you have to do is sit back and pick and pick. And I say, option one, option two. All right. <laughs> so I come up with options for them and all three options support what I want. There's wants and needs. And so it's super important. And another thing is role play equals real play. So um, I have to laugh because I, I've had some negotiations where I've had to have my girlfriends pretend they're on the other side of the table like, I'm a 70 year old, you know, um, chairman of the board and it's time to negotiate little lady on your aerobics. And I'm like, it's group fitness, but you know, yeah. negotiate back and forth and you plug and play. And I've negotiated with the best of them, many attorneys that have represented rock stars, literally. Uh, and so I always, I always role play. I've had my husband be multiple personalities for me and I negotiate it. And then I, I play it out. And there's one thing I'd have to say is when you're going in, it's a week. How can we win? Here's what I'm worth. Here's what I can bring. Here's three ways can, we can do this. Which one would you, would you like to do? Um, and that's typically what I will do. But good negotiators don't always allow you to do that. They like to side sidetrack you. And we can talk about that <laughs> later. But I would say do your homework. Know your worth. Find a way to win. Give them three options. Let, make it an easy yes. I love it. Those are huge. So I'm so glad you recapped them for us. So everyone write those things down as you start preparing for your own negotiations. And the knowing your worth part, something I'm recognizing is sometimes like we spoke about before, the negotiation wasn't necessarily about money, but it could have been about your opinion. Like you believed you needed to negotiate for a new piece of equipment. And 
So that knowing your worth is knowing that you deserve that seat at the table to be asking for that piece of equipment. You know more about your team, what your participants need than anyone in that room most likely knows or understands. So I think understanding that worth also um, is not always in dollars and cents, but your your knowledge and understanding of, of who you work with and, and what you do um, is your worth. Absolutely. So I love love that. Great example. So let's circle that back to our three options. Here, here's how we will operate without that piece of equipment. Yes. Here's oh, that's awesome. what it will look like with it and education. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Retention, sales, great talent. Here's yep. it just without education. It'll be better. Mm -hmm. So it's nothing. Wah, wah, wah. Better. Test education and equipment. And it's an easy yes. And then you don't, there's no feelings. It's, it's, it's points, it's graphs, yeah. it's percentages. Uh, and they have to be credible, not fuzzy made up feelings. They are legit, mm -hmm. you know, uh, member retention. Every member retention number has a dollar behind it. Don't, mm -hmm. it doesn't. And when it goes up and down, the board knows, the CFO knows, we know exactly how much that dollar figure is. And so when you can say, I can retain this point, that point could be anywhere from 500,000 to maybe a million, depending on the size of your facility. Such a good example. Yay. That was so helpful. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Um, love that. Yeah. That retention of the member, that dollars and cents, that retention of an instructor, that dollar and like, it's amazing. Those are huge numbers. Um, and then second, so during the negotiation, what are some things like as the negotiation is happening, you already set us up so well for success, but let's say there's, you know, what are some, maybe some questions they can prepare for or things they can do during the negotiation to help it be a success. So here's the best part. I'm going to share from my failure. <laughs> Yay. Set a time and a space that's dedicated to the process. Awesome. So. I learned this the hard way after the fact, but a quick meeting makes quick decisions. Yep. Usually do not pan out well. Mm -hmm. Make sure you set aside a time specifically that's dedicated where like, for example, if I'm meeting with a manager or I'm working, we're meeting with high level, what's the slowest time in the club? Could it be off site? So they don't take calls or not being pulled. Um, are you feeling well? I made a deal uh, during COVID where I got my second shot and I was sicker than a dog. And it was the only time the CEO could meet with me. And I met with him really quick and I felt really bad. And I was kind of fuzzy on something. And then when he came back the next week, I was like, ah, it's because I wasn't feeling well. Mm -hmm. Don't go in. Uh, even if you're not feeling well. So be professional, set a time and space that's dedicated and PS, what I found out after the fact is he he confided in me because he's a, he literally represents rock stars uh, as an attorney, and he said uh, the best way to get the best deal is when when you rush somebody, and because of that you never say yes or no ever mm -hmm. ever. And he squeezed me for a yes, and I didn't feel good. And I just wanted to climb back in bed, and I said, okay, okay, yes, sounds good. Send me the contract. And then guess what? I had to sign it up and suck it up, Buttercup, and I had yeah. to close out that contract knowing that was the rate, and I couldn't complain because that was on me. But a lot of good negotiators will, will put you in a position where it's quick. They want you in. They want you out. They want to ignore you. They don't want to give it to you. They already know that going in. So get a place where it's, it's quiet. It's uninterrupted. And take your time to respond. You don't always have to say yes. 
you can, even if you want it, even if it's like, yes, I did it, just go, hmm, let me get back to you and I'll get back to you tomorrow. And I always blame it on my husband. Oh, I'm going to talk to my husband about it. He's my business partner. I don't talk to him. I just go, yeah, babe, this is what's happening. Then I go back and go, yeah, it sounds like a fair, mm, I thought about it. It sounds like a fair deal. Or, hey, no, thank you. Because the two most important words in negotiation are yes and no, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes will dictate your calendar and no thank you will dictate your calendar, which is your legacy, your leadership and your success. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, that's so helpful because um, I love that because there's times even even if you're feeling well, but you're starving, like my brain does not function if I right. haven't eaten a sandwich. <laughs> I have to. So it's those little things I think can really because this is big stuff. It could be really big stuff. And even if it's small stuff, you want to be on your best game, you know, you really do. And I'm so glad you mentioned that you wanna be in a place where hopefully that person you're speaking to is not gonna be distracted because you're absolutely right in their office with their cell phone next to them, with their phone ringing, with people stopping by, it's not going to be the meeting you need it to be. So that's brilliant. And the customer should always be first. So there's no fault there, no. even if it's not strategic, yep. uh, go off site. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. So now after the initial meeting, you kind of spoke about this a little bit. They've prepared the final agreement. You're taking time to reflect. What are some ways? So you you had mentioned actually those kind of ways that you can almost create an excuse almost <laughs> like to give yourself that time. So yeah, what are some, I guess, more details on that? What can you do and what should you do in that time? Let's say you you get the breakdown of the contract, it's sent to you. Mm -hmm. What are some important things that you recommend someone does and, how, does and then how much time would you say they could, they could give for, before nothing, they come back? Yeah, well, nothing should go to, nothing should really go to writing unless you're really bought in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what's important is yes and no thank you. And I talked about that because what you say yes to is what's gonna fill up your calendar, your legacy and your relationship. Uh, the no thank you, same thing. If you're, if you're not, if it's not going to work for you, don't, don't waste your time. But I would say, um, you need to know what you're worth. You need to know what your terms are. You have three options. And of course, all three options work for you, but most negotiators might not want all three options. So if they don't pick the three options, then you are from scratch. Nothing should be written. Yeah. Nothing should be written and we should reconvene the uh, meeting at a later date. Yeah. Yeah. But if it is one of the threes, I give it 24 hours, kind of like, you know, the rule of thumb when you're really mad, you don't respond to an email in 24 hours. If it's a yes, it's 24 hours. If it's a no, thank you, you come back with a counter. And my counter on this is, you know, the world has gotten really creative, specifically with COVID, especially fitness. Um, but, you know, there's compensation and it could be memberships. It could be swag. It could be training. It could be supplements. It could be education. It could be mentoring. I worked my mentor is Jay Blonick, VP of fitness for Apple. Um, I worked for him for years. I would have paid to have worked with him because I've learned so much from him. So there's mentorships, there's internships. There's so many ways to look uh, to find additional compensation uh, in a very creative way. Uh, my husband's an Ironman, so I teach at Equinox because they have awesome pools. Honestly, that was yep. one of my draws. I'm like, do you have a pool? Okay, then I could teach her. But it, it, like, there are things that are really important to me. And I think uh, it, where you go throughout your life, what's important to you, what speaks to you, what community do you wanna be a part of? 
Um, and now I'm going to start teaching for lifetime because I really like the community aspect of lifetime. And that fills my heart. Um, as a consultant, I want to have a home base. So, you know, it just, it, it, there, there are tangible things, untangible things that are important to you that are of a value. Yeah. And so I, that's where you need to come back. And so you didn't pick the three options. Okay. So here are some things that I, then I need if let's start reconstruct and don't, don't go to yes right away. Don't go to no right away. No, that's all so helpful. I think that's really helpful. And just the fact that you have the ability to give the, give it a little time, give it 24 hours. And I think that freedom is really important. Um, and let's say for example i guess if it were something that weren't something in writing initially let's say it is like what our example earlier like equipment would you yes. recommend then that let's say the management team says sure you can have that piece of equipment how what are some other things that you should say or do in order for that to actually happen <laughs> well i think there's a few things one one point i didn't bring up is the eq there's a one thing I think uh, COVID has cr uh, created is the EQ, the emotional quotient. And, and what that means is everybody has to win. Mm -hmm. And everybody has to feel good about the decision. So mm -hmm. what you don't want to do is strong arm a manager into equipment. Yes. Because if it doesn't work, it's really on you. But instead, mm -hmm. you want him to buy in and to be a part of it. And so with that being said, I would say not only are we going to get this piece of equipment, I've been able to negotiate free education that goes alongside of it, which yeah. means we're going to bring in all these these instructors. But P.S., I want to open it up because that's called a paid, paid um, audition. Mm -hmm. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to do a six-week campaign on how our club has the booty blaster or the whatever yep. you want to call it or the yep. you know the hippity doodah hit machine you know <laughs> and i'm going to do this big promotion and then from there it's going to be i'll have one person like find ways about it that creates excitement and foot traffic and mm -hmm. um even e just even the visibility is a lot uh, especially when you have upper management executive you have investors going whoa what's this social media blowing up what piece of equipment did we get wow good job so make it a win for them to be successful and invite them to the training invite them to be a part of it um, make them a part of the decision and then the opposite side i'll have to tell you that one thing we saw in COVID is uh you know there's a big retirement phase and you had a lot of new instructors coming in and back in the day new instructors would come in for next to nothing um so if you get a good instructor that says hey i've t i've taken zumba or i'm new i've taken zumba forever i think i could be great don't bring them in at the cheapest wage possible do you know why uh, first of all, they won't be loyal to you because once they cut their teeth after you train them, after you develop them and they get a following and down the street gives them a dollar more, they'll go. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and tell them, listen, I'm going to give you a rate that's a little ahead of your cut because what happens is every year they're only going to get 2%. Yep. 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%. They'll jump yeah. somewhere else. And what you're doing too is you're bringing in the bench to be your starting player. Don't yes. take like these. It's it's better for you to just hire a few really good people mm -hmm. that you can invest with and really have that relationship and pay them a little more to keep them longer. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, so true. That's, and that's the advice. EQ of have the emotion, have that connection of how would I feel if I was new coming in for two dollars? I don't know, mm -hmm. you know. And how would I feel if my I just couldn't take it anymore? My fitness manager convinced me to get this piece of equipment. No, it should be a yeah. win win and everyone's excited and find creative ways to make everybody successful i'm paying you this but this is a year internship that goes along with it so i need you here and 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 you know it's all relationships it's relationships over resumes i've said that a long time ago it's been coined 
um, that it's really about making everybody feel good and everybody winning. Absolutely. Yeah. And you had your ducks in a row so well when you were explaining here, okay, that you got a yes, even if it's a head nod, okay, we'll get the equipment. You not only landed the yes, but you also explained to that person this example we're giving as to how you're going to take advantage of that and the little that they have to do. The only thing that you're saying is I'm inviting you to take the training and they should hopefully take you up on that. But they're seeing all that you're doing that's going to help them and make them look good, let's be honest. <laughs> but you're really the one who's doing all of that wonderful work and it's just helping them and it's helping them feel supported. And, and maybe you know. even help them craft an email or put together yeah. a deck that they can send to their supervisor saying this month, yeah. this is what we did. Here's the traction. Here's what's like, do a recap for now mm -hmm. to press Love send it. on. And now they're a star. Love it. That's so brilliant. You gave everyone so much great content today, so much with so much energy. I think people are going to love listening to this and enjoying this and also get a lot of great information from this. I'm so grateful for your time. Once again, Doris, is there anything else you want to share or invite people to? Um, I'm just thinking, I think the big thing is it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. Think about the we, um, given multiple proposals, it's not always about the money, mm -hmm. have strong EQ, be professional, set yourself up for success. Um, but I also think too, let's talk about when people come to us and they're negotiating with us, like members with schedules, listen, 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 listen. Mm -hmm. I know there's a scripture that says be slow to speak and quick to listen, like listen, listen, listen. We have two ears, one mouth, you know, I could go on and on, but listen, listen, listen. People need to be listened to repeat back. So what I hear you saying is da, 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 da. Even if you know, you can't give it to them, repeat it back. I hear you. Yeah. I see you. And then find out their why I want this because my son goes to school at this time, or I have this disability or whatever. Find out the why repeat back. Oh, so you want this because of this. Okay. I fully get it's empathy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not sympathy. Sympathy means mm -hmm. I agree with you. I'm going to jump off the cliff with you. Empathy is I'm going to put my arm around you. You might not get it, but I understand mm -hmm. you. That's uh, and then how can we make this a win? How can we make this a win together? Mm -hmm. And then more importantly, get creative. And I know fitness folks, this industry, um, you'll never be bored in fitness ever mm -hmm. in 38 years. I'm not bored yet. Mm -hmm. You'll always be creative. Um, and I think the most important thing is really remember it's about relationships. That's what matters. That's why I'm on this because mm -hmm. Stacy has such a great heart to, you know, reach the world of fitness and stuff will support you guys when these tools are not available. And we could speak, we could talk for hours because we are so equally passionate about this. And so, mm -hmm. um, this is all about relationships. Absolutely. Yes, it is. And we hope we've supported you as you go on those front lines and you <laughs> make it happen for your team and you build those relationships and you show up because you deserve a spot at the table and you know so much and you're so important. So thank you so much, Doris, for all that great feedback and information.